Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing radio show. Riff was uh, just telling Hot Stuff... <laughs> Super creepy. ...that maybe he needed more blood. Yeah, I mean, was this your way of saying, oh, by the way, I'm a vampire, and <laughs> I can help you out with this problem? Well, no, that would be the opposite of the case. Well, no, you you would t- turn me into a vampire, and then I could go out on my own. Oh, I, no, okay. I, was, I I mean, I was thinking we could just fill you up with blood. <laughs> Where would we get it? You, I mean, we got a big old <laughs> tank, right? Oh, do we? <laughs> out back. Mm. So we are uh, we're recording this uh, from our office, which um, we are extremely grateful has not burned down, given <laughs> the state of the electrical system in it right now. We're having some problems. So my... I, I'm liking this roof rats theory. Mm-hmm. I am enjoying my theory that this the rotting food smell and the electrical problems oh, are, are owed way. to a rat having chewed through a wire, died in the process, and is slowly being cooked as his flesh rots. That's really gross. Yep, that's what I think. Riff says he's heard things scurrying around in the roof. You have? Yeah. I assumed it was feral cats. Inside the inside the house? No, just on the roof. Did on you think that roof. it was feral cats going? Give me some cheese. I would like some cheese. Well, I did for a bit, but then I took my pills. <laughs> you guys, we got to get out of here. This place is about to burn the fuck down. So a rat that chewed through a wire could potentially have created a a gap. We're coming up with a lot of. Unified theories that explain a lot of things okay. in the last couple of days. I don't have a lot of confidence that either of those things are true, but... Is the rat also a Higgs boson? Could be. All right. Actually, the rat is Higgins from uh, Magnum <laughs> P.I. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my fair I I don't remember how that relationship worked. It, it was like Higgins owned the mansion or the house or whatever and magnum pi like stayed with him i thought magnum pi was like the pool boy and he took care of the dobermans (laughs) if you had asked me i would have just said that higgins was the butler but now that i think about it i guess that's not the case he did own he definitely owned the house that that i do know uh the only i only ever saw one episode of magnum pi and it was a about a situation where Magnum P.I. got stranded in the ocean and had to tread water for like several hours before he was rescued. And it kept flashing back to when he was a kid and his dad made him tread water for several hours. <laughs> so that he You're would... going to need this skill later <laughs> in life, son. Yeah. And then like, who would have thought that like, A, he would and B, that it would happen in the same episode. <laughs> like, super lucky. <laughs> Anyway, that's our Magnum P.I. memories. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Hot Stuff is wearing long pants, a shirt, and a coat, and is huddled up. Yeah, I'm really cold. And you are wearing we shorts and a t-shirt, and you don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I just don't. I think it's very pleasant, actually. Well, of course you do. I mean, yeah, the so fact, so the it, fact that Riff thinks it's pleasant yeah. seems... Yeah, I think that means fair, that something is wrong with you. <laughs> it is cold as fuck in here, but it is not as cold in this room as it is in my office all the time, and I've basically gotten used to that because Riff keeps this place like the goddamn Arctic. And I can't exactly <laughs> argue with you because you're saving money and the planet. <laughs> By, well, until the summer rolls around, in which case he's... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, and then you're, yeah. you're murdering the planet by stabbing it with a knife made of ruined money. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I only turn it down when I go to bed, but on the flip side. You are in bed that, 22 <laughs> out of every 24 hours. No, it's, he's not. No, not, it's just. It, it's, you don't know which hours. Yeah, bedtime is an unpredictable interval for me. All right. Well, you guys want to answer some questions sure. sent to us by the players of a video game sure. called The Kingdom of Loathing? I think that sounds like an excellent idea. Uh, ACM writes, tickled by the new item without even flipping my first pages yet. A new set of zones, a silly set of correspondence through Eudora, which amazingly I still use on one computer. Yeah. I don't know why a Eudora reference makes me happy. It just recalls simpler days of the internet frontier. Mm. Yeah, I... I was uh, like, I used Pine for a really, yeah, really long time after everybody else stopped using Pine, I and like then I Pine. used Eudora for a really long I used time Eudora after. For a while, um, we should install somewhere a gopher named Archie. Oh, you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can they live in a bunker? Aren't Archie and Gopher two <laughs> different? Yeah, totally different things. Yes. Yes. There was also Veronica. I don't remember. Oh, I don't Veronica. remember Veronica. I think Veronica might have been an Archie what about search. Betty. I don't think there was a Betty. Jughead. No. Okay. Well, that was the, the Usenet was known as Jughead because of the way that you could download JPEGs of jugs. Right. <laughs> and people giving head. Man, remember just UU decode? How oh, UU decode? It wasn't, it wasn't just ASCII art. It remember was it was Z term. It was yeah, UU encoded. Yeah. Oh, you could Z modem. Yeah, Z modem was good because you could, uh, if you were connected to a shell internet account, you could SZ and it would. That was the Unix command to output a Z modem download. So the way to get a file off of a machine that you were like telneted into or using, you know, crosstalk communicator or whatever your DOS modem program was, you'd SZ it and then it would just initiate a Z modem download and then you would have downloaded the your UU decoded JPEGs of boobs. <laughs> ASCII art boobs. You don't have to UU encode ASCII art. <laughs> Jesus Christ, why are you so fixated on this? You can, it just doesn't art. do anything. We got that sweet ASCII art font going on. We There were a lot of technical yeah. innovations in this uh, in this item of the month. Yeah. We got the I'm, ASCII art font. We got the... We got the um, you know, I am nervous about our using those. Printing press font. I don't know what the licensing situation is. We got... Um, are those? I mean, we can refer is that a to. Thing? We can refer to states in word buckets now. We might have to be. Or the other way around. We might have to. We might be supposed to be attributing whoever made those figlet fonts. Huh. I I don't know. I didn't look into it, and I didn't like bother anybody else to look into it. So like, it. This is just like, I have a really hard time doing stuff with anything that we don't own outright. Hmm. Right? Like the, I the site that I picked them from didn't seem to have any attributions for them. Okay. So they might have been breaking the law and now we're just accessories <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. Which it, you know what? It is never going to matter. I just I don't like I don't like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. like I I would much rather us have made some ASCII art fonts. We just didn't have. We had neither the time nor the skill right. to do it, which normally means we just shouldn't do it. You know. I just I don't like using other people's code, and I don't like using other people's work. That is not that it does not does not fall under the umbrella of like this is a thing that we signed to asymmetric so it is just in the clear like it i know that nobody does everything themselves like the uh, us licensing sounds for word realms that is a thing that people do but it makes me really nervous i don't like it 
the legal huh. blurb that the FAQ uses that ends with, hey, you other FAQ writers, stop stealing my legal blurb. I stole that from an FAQ. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sentence or the actual, uh, the entire legal blurb? I think all of it except for the, hey, you other FAQ writers, stop well, stealing. Hopefully XXX cock farts XXX <laughs> will not come after us with his lawyers. Uh, also, super belatedly, continues ACM, thanks for the PvP revamp. Instead of being a backwater for sadists and masochists, it's really become another option for how to invest my time in planning. Somebody who doesn't always have the real-life time to play a speed game most runs, I like having various other goals to work on short and long-term. And PvP is a nice addition, especially with the season structure, which puts it sort of in the middle term. KOL has always been great at that, from trophies to display case art to skill accumulation and all the rest. And PvP is another nice creative space to explore. Good work finding a good solution. And general hugs as ever. Oh, well, thanks. Yay. Vastly majority due to... C.D. Moyers. Yeah. Influence. Yep. PVP is uh, pretty much all him. We had worked on <clears throat> a thing that I still think could have been good if that was all we did for three months was work on making it good. Um, like the real time. Yeah. The one that, I mean, that's basically why Xenophobe quit was me saying, hey, do this thing. He was like, uh <laughs> I quit. <laughs> and I was like, hey, C.D. Moyer, do this thing. And he was like, okay. And then three years later, it was like, hey, we... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but it made me come up with a bunch of cool additional class skills that are totally going into class skill revamps. Nice. Yep. I am of multiple minds on how to move forward. So I am pretty sure that I could... Like, I already just over the, it took like a day or two to completely plan out the Seal Clubber skill revamp. And right. everybody was pretty happy with it. Like, it is not, <clears throat> there was like enough power creep that it's interesting, but not so much power creep that it's a big deal, you know? Right. And I mean, power creep in the form of like, you know, maybe, maybe there will be eight or 10 new skills that you'll want to perm that will. Per class, though. No, eight or ten total oh, is what I'm saying. Really? Yeah, because I think I think a lot of them, like a lot of what, with the Seal Clubber additions, right? Most of them are just like combat utility while you are a Seal Clubber. Like right, they're right. gated, they're gated behind, and I want all of them to work like this, right? Like I want to sort of formalize in the skill structure the disco combos, right? Like you get a passive that that changes the way that those things work and lets you chain them. Like, I'd like to f just fix all of that because that's kind of cumbersome. But, you know, the, the, like, there is stuff that is locked behind you have to be this class for this to happen, which makes classes, it shores up classes' weaknesses, but normally by just, like, making them hit monsters harder or take less damage, not in ways that are of interest to, to the people who really care about power creep right yeah i mean i i really i do appreciate the the days that back in the the ancient history of KOL before ascension when if you wanted to make hell ramen you had to have a friend who yeah. was of a different class you know that yeah. that kind of stuff was neat we haven't i wish that in the course of these quest revamps i had been thinking more about crafting like hmm. ways in which having the crafting skills can shave turns off of stuff, you know? Sure. Um, you know, like if there was a variation on the knob cake that required advanced sauce crafting or something, you know, just, just like that as an example. And I wish that I had 
done that. I mean, I guess I'll do another set of revamps, right? As soon as we finish <laughs> the Naughty Sorcerer's Quest, we'll start over Well, I again. mean, you don't get... you you. I mean, except for, I guess, if you have those skills permed or whatever, you're not going to get those skills before level 5 or 6 anyway, so... Yeah, <clears throat> I think that for the most part, the skill revamps adding a whole bunch of new skills, it's not going to be stuff that people feel compelled to perm, huh. right? Unless they just, you know, there's some additional level 12 seal clubber skill that would be handy to have starting at level one in all of your future seal clubber runs. If right. you're just a big seal clubber fan, then maybe you would. Well, but I mean, that's, you're eventually going to ascend seal clubber again, right? So Sure, you might. Um, but I don't know what to, I don't really know how to approach this. I don't. Do you have to do all six classes at the same time? I don't think that I have to do all six classes at the same time. I like I like making skills so much that I don't think it is going to turn into a chore. You know, it's not going to be like it's not like I've it's like your favorite thing. Yeah, it's my favorite thing right now. For it's, a while, combat items were my favorite thing. It's uh, it's got SK in it, so maybe you just like things that start with SK. Okay, that could be. Combat items. I like skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Skulls. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Uh, I like it when the guy, the lead singer of Corn, gets scurvy and he spells it wrong. Um, the backwards R. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> um, my my dilemma though is not is not do I do these all at once or or one at a time. My dilemma is do I do these during Jarlsberg so that they don't interfere with the competitive landscape, but they compete for excitement, hmm. right? I mean, if if two weeks, if a week after Jarlsberg came out, I just said, all right, here's the Seal Clubber skill revamp. This is how this works now. The people who are competitive don't get a chance to get pissed off about things that get nerfed <laughs> over the course of that. And then when they're done playing Jarlsberg, they can go back and, all, and you know, they can play a seal clubber and play with all that new stuff. And yay, right. this is something new. But the that initial surge of excitement is diminished because the stuff is competing with, you know, I don't want people to feel like, well, fuck. That there's this new thing that I'm really interested in, but there's this other thing that I'm interested in that now I feel like is a chore that I have to finish well, to I get mean, to this other new thing. You can just wait until longer in Jarlsberg. Yeah. Wait until it's been out for a month or six weeks. Yeah. I think it will be fairly easy to like make it so the skill revamp happens like on dev and any existing skills that need to be changed are are changed on dev and then i can just flip a switch and it goes live you know because all... the office burns down skills... <laughs> it depends on where the switch is yeah. skills are the best thing and they are also the easiest thing to do like coming up with interest like balancing them is a little tricky came up with a a, a, a scheme for the way jarlsberg's spells work that i really like and i think i might apply to all spells in the future. Just a general, this is how spells work, that solves a lot of the problems that we have had trying to differentiate spells in the past. Or at least addresses them to some extent. I'm curious as to whether it is reasonable or not. We'll see. And it's like what it, what it will do. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking about now. Link Media Lad says, can we get to use multiple recipe for slices of pizza where multi-using eight gives you a pizza? No. Is that, 
That's not how that works. I don't think that that would not be advantageous. I don't think is eight eight of those pizza slices is You're too big to eat. It isn't. It it's isn't size wise, though. No. Well, so I mean, in it, a video game, when you find anything. an entire pizza. Well, usually when you find a pizza, there's one piece missing, so it would be seven, right? Because otherwise it doesn't really look like a Percent- pizza. Percentage of this yeah. pizza looks like Pac-Man. Looks like Pac-Man. Yeah. Seven-eighths. Uh, but it's not worth eight times as much health as yeah. one slice of pizza. What about seven times as much? He also says, why does the extremometer say insure on it? Uh, <laughs> that's a funny joke about how... Uh, boost uh trubs and i were were brainstorming a sweet snowboarding game uh yeah and instead of a boost meter you would have an insure meter which just indicates how many bottles of insure you were able to drink while you were on the way down the slope and that recharges your ability to provide lift for yourself by vomiting blood that was the whoa that's how you spin and stuff like because you it's not like, oh, this is a magical snowboard where you can do these crazy tricks that would be impossible in the real world. We justify it by saying, no, you just drink a lot of, like, nutrition shakes, and then you can vomit a whole bunch of extra blood that doesn't to spin yourself like, in a circle and stuff. That doesn't seem like these shakes are very nutritive. That's kind of anti-nutrition. Well, no, it doesn't make you uh, vomit blood. It enables you to vomit oh. blood. Oh, Okay. <laughs> It restores. I mean, it's restorative, right? It's like you get extra blood so that when you vomit blood, you your blood back in so you can... Okay. Remember 28 Days Later and how the plague spread by the plagued vomiting blood onto Hmm. the non-plagued and how that doesn't make any fucking sense at all? I guess if you had like... If you nicked yourself shaving earlier that morning or something... Well, it gets in your eye or your mouth. Yeah, there you go. That's how it gets in, right? But... Hmm, it looks like we've received news from Mr. Shocker. <laughs> this new Mr. Electri- Sparky. Mr. Sparky is the name of the electrician. Okay. All right, is somebody coming? Uh, theoretically in 25 minutes. 25 minutes. All right. Well, we better finish this show. All right. Uh, Linguini Lad continues. Could there be a system implemented so that we can see all the custom titles we gave to people? Uh, will, no. Uh, will the dungeon spellbooks uh, going to be relevant for Avatar of Jarlsberg? No. Uh, why no more mystery minis for PvP? Is there not a mystery mini this Wait, year? Will the dungeon spellbooks going to be relevant for Tavatar? Yeah, they are. The dungeon spellbooks? Yeah, the new dungeon. No, they're not. He can't use them. What do you... What? I thought he could. The spellbooks in the... He can't use any any of those any skills. Any skills. Oh. No. Huh. Okay. No. Um, well, that makes them Because it's, it's just broken though. otherwise. They're not irrelevant. They're, they were meant to be like low-grade... Sure. Long-term perming goals right okay. like just a little bit of well, I, th- I thought that's what i thought yeah. it was a genius brilliant idea hot stuff but it turns out hey scully says fell got any news on issue three of the comic i'll answer for scully and say goddamn artists artists take for fucking ever <laughs> also i grew a beard changed my voice to sound like this i'm mr skullhead nerf nerf <laughs> Uh, ACM says rabid gopher superstar gives a dump truck drink rather than a critter related drink what What? yeah because they're all one monster all of the things in the dungeon are one monster and so I think they're just dude no they're constructs right they are constructs Um, because they are if you could see behind the curtains of this dungeon you would realize that they're all just like wooden cutouts of the things (laughs) that you think you're fighting it's all in your head 
Demichel says, so now that your food and booze uh, show their fullness, do you think we could get a sort by fullness option in the sort by tab? Yes. Uh, yeah. Along those lines, could we get a show colon fullness X? Uh, well, it would... What? Show plus HP rather than sort by HP. Is there rarely more than a handful of items total on that page that do a given thing? Yeah, but showing HP... Sorting by HP makes it show the HP. Right? So... Right. If you would, if you were clicking a thing to change the display to get you to show a particular thing, that's the same number of clicks and the same functionality as just sorting, sorting by, by that it. thing. Because then they're all together in one place and they tell you how much they are. Yeah. So if you sorted by fullness, it would show the fullness. That's just how those sorts work. Um, yes. Uh, could Hanks have an option to pull an outfit? Says Demuckle. Either customer normal making chat macros to pull outfits gets annoying. I mean, I could see, it, like, the right-click menu in Hanks having a pull all members of this outfit option without it being too big of a deal. Right. Uh, Freeman says, why is the Game Informed Power Daily Pro magazine tradable? Is all the content has going to be available cheaply through the mall when the market is flooded, or are we missing something? Yeah, I mean, all of the things that you get from the pen pal are tradable. Yeah. I mean, all our content creating stuff like that tends to be tradable i mean because there is now a thing that you get for going through 27 of them if you want it fast i don't think it's going to be i think it's going to be a while before they get trivially inexpensive and there's i mean there are a bunch of non-tradable things at the end of the dungeon for people who want that so you know oh yeah there's an outfit in there to collect and there's yeah there's yeah there's there's stuff to do with this so that's it's going to be a while and then you know people want to have it because it's got in-run utility yeah people people seem to like the dungeoneers kit and such as like that hey my session was still active even though i didn't have game.php open uh let me see how much they are in the mall now game inf yeah there's still like a hundred thousand meat like you know and how much is Oh, yeah. So like the gear from the pen pal is min price, but useful stuff is still like fish juice is still pretty. Well, that yeah, that yeah, fish juice is like yeah, that's thirty k ish, thirty five k. That just jumped up pretty recently though. Did it? Yeah, because they're gonna be less common. Yeah, I feel like the last time I looked at it, they were they were in the thirty k range. Um. Uh, oh, right. I don't have a flush on those because I'm not logged in. Well, I am logged in, but not in the session that was showing those. Uh, flush. Okay. No more radio bug questions ever. <laughs> Forums. Uh, Scully Angel says, The Twin Peaks slash Shining smash-up is amazing and makes me happy every time I play through it. Who wrote that? That was All me. the non-combats were... Thank you. Um, did you write the... Did you describe... Did you write the monster descriptions or... Scully did the Scully monsters. Did Scully monsters. did the monsters. Scully did the monsters, and you did the you did the the plot stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wax says, if Jarlsberg doesn't have torso awareness, how does he wear his robe? He is not pictured wearing a robe. Uh, He's aware of his shoulders. <laughs> he has to brush them off. You put you put a robe on over your arms, right? So, uh, will Jarlsberg the inscrutable feature inscrutability in any way? If I can understand any part of what's going on, you've done it wrong. Well, I think you're in luck. <laughs> Um, Riff and Hot Stuff or everybody who isn't Jick. Please tell the story of how you came to work at Asymmetric. Oh, um, well, I started playing the game 
back when it was still relatively small. Back when it was cool. <laughs> back when it was cool. But back when it was small enough that there was like one chat channel, I guess. And eh, there might have been more than that. But but anyway, the point is, is that I was able to hang out and talk to Jick easily in chat. And I suggested some jokes for stuff. Like I, I wrote the description for the chorizo brownies. And and suggested. you wrote up that document about the zoo Yeah, the zoo that that never happened. That sort of weird uh, uh, monster rancher sort of analog. And then he I love he, monster rancher. <laughs> I want, I and want then he invited rancher. me out uh, out here to Phoenix to work on uh, NS thirteen. No ascension. Was it ascension? Yeah, that's right. So that's we right. had this we had this summit like sort of when I guess I had I had hired hot stuff already for this minor purpose and i was a minor we i had decided to buy the office and well no i don't know the summit was before the summit was before that right you decided just, to yeah, so like we had xenophobe just happened to be coming through town so it was me. Yeah, it was like Easter break or spring it was, break. It was the or three something. of us, yeah. Xenophobe and Scully, and we just like finished designing Ascension. And I think like an April Fool's. Yeah, the, we did the first April, April Fool's. Yeah, we were, that's when right. we were in we town was when the, the, uh, the emo squid. squid. Yeah, yeah. Was in the, was done. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then a little while later, I was like, all right, well, we're making enough money to hire some dudes. So yep. I'm going to hire some dudes. So I, I offered Riff and, and Zeno, hey, how about you work for a halftime salary and you can live in this new house that, I've, that I'll buy you for free. <laughs> um, and then later it will burn down. Hasab <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just, we, you called me on the phone. You looked up, you hacksawed the Who Is records yep. by typing Who, who Is, is? <laughs> KingdomOfLoathing.com into, into a term, terminal. Yeah, because you just used your real phone number. And then... Well, like you do. I mean, you have to, right? What if Network Solutions needs to call you? Yeah. I they mean, don't. Nobody <laughs> Nobody does. And then uh, what happened then? I, I came to Boston, Boston to, to go to New York yours. to meet a friend to, with a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, How did... Uh, why did you... Well, he lived Boston? in he lived in Boston. I mean, we just decided... Oh, you, you we decided did. that the way that this trip was going to work was I was going to go to Boston for a couple of days. Right. Um hang out with you and then go with him to New York and then come back, yeah. uh, which I did. I took, we, you on, I took you on a tour of Boston. Yes. That yeah. was pretty funny. Uh, largely made up historical tour of Boston. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what, buddy, you should work for me, buddy. Let's be, let's be bros. Pals. Let's be bros from now on. Uh, does Jarlsberg have his own unique weapon a la trusty? Uh, no, he has a variety of chef staves available to him pretty easily uh, which is super fun i'm i was playing i played a couple days of a hardcore earlsberg run i'm level six it's great nice this is where everything falls apart though because i have no idea what the fuck people do in this game to i mean i think the, the general consensus was people were getting to level five or six and being like what the fuck yeah and it, i think i think there's going to be a little bit of that uh the first the first time people jump into the ascension and then people will figure out strategies but yeah this is this path might be different than uh than other people's than other paths have been 
For your Ellsberg's March item of the month, please, please make it a thematically appropriate as opposed to simply tacking on the ability to pull for pull it for the challenge path. Man, I don't know why you are such a dick about these things, Whack. Like, what do you mean thematically appropriate? The, well, so he he says that the helmet wasn't appropriate. The artist kid gets extra bugbears for no narratively justified reason. Okay, all sorts of shit happens for no narratively justified reason. The artist kid gets extra bugbears. Yeah, the, I don't remember. I don't remember how that worked mechanically. Oh, like that was the thing that came out yeah. during bugbears. Yeah. I mean, right. it just did something because it was like, all right, we need to make this a thing that like it. Our narrative justifications are so 90 degrees from everything so much of the time. Like, why is that? Why is that an issue? The bear arms were supposed to be zombie arms, but it was funny. It was easier to make. Like, because we were all out of zombie jokes, right. it was way easier to make a bunch of bear jokes. And, it's and so they became funny. rotten zombie bear arms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yes, it's going to be it's going to be a fucking Jarlsberg thing. Jesus. I mean, it's also much easier to theme that than yeah. other stuff. Uh, MXC says, OK, whack. I appreciate that you feel so passionate about this stuff. But seriously, like. Stop being a jerk about the items of the month <laughs> that are optimal for challenge paths because we're not going to stop doing that. Like, yeah, we have is, to do that. Basically, we don't have to, but it definitely takes a lot of the pressure off. Because <clears throat> then they can be something that's optimal there and not optimal in the rest of the game, and still people in there. There's still a compelling reason to get them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, MXC says, I just noticed there's no brown sugar cane, cactus fruit, cob of corn, juniper berries, bowl of rice sprouts, a bunch of square grapes, zap group. Any particular reason? Eh, they just come from different places. Yeah, I wasn't, I, th- I looked at that and I was like, you know, I'm not, I don't remember enough about where each of these comes from to know if th- that would make sense. I think it, I mean, they're basically balanced against one another. Yeah, I mean, they're all um, in that same sort of tier of. That said, access stuff. to some of them is a reward for picking a side in the war. Right. So adding them to Zap would be a way to get around that in a very limited way. Right. At, you know, at a point where you could also just buy them in the mall if you wanted to. So it's probably not a big deal. Well, but, you know, if everybody chose one side of the war. Then nobody would have does to choose one side of the war. People are saying that there does not seem to be a clear winner for Jarlsberg. Good. Um, I think that that is only because they have not done all the, the spreadsheet brigade has not gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, having the sword behind inappropriate prepositions affect game inform power daily pro walkthrough text is intended behavior. I'm told. I suppose other chat effects may also apply. No, because the sword is. It has two prongs, right? It has the chat effect, but it also applies that effect to all of the rest of the text that gets displayed in non-combats. And, and people just fights. haven't noticed people it. People just, I, I guess. Because you don't wanted, adventure with it much. Yeah. And, and, and But you can use, you use the read. stuff. You use the uh, fac. Like first thing in the morning when you've still got your rollover outfit yeah. on. Yep. Okay. Uh one says WVO coin. Uh, That's more of a... <laughs> it's more of a video games hot dog thing. But I'm shocked you guys were so negative about Mia's Mata. It's the perfect mashup of Mist and Quat. Actually, no, I take back the shock. Jick's drunken complaints about immediately getting lost were entirely foreseeable. <laughs> I, yeah. I liked it. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I will probably even go back and finish it when I run out of other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Two, why'd you cave on letting the campsite remove beaten up? I don't remember ever being particularly against that. I mean... 
you know, it was more like they reminded me, hey, weren't you talking about Megan the Campsite removed beaten up because there's a lot of resting going on in early game Jarlsberg? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Got a lot of Twitter activity yesterday as a result of my flurry yeah. of uh, flurry of updates. Three, Jick, how's the Disco Bandit skill revamp going? I mean, it's not really started yet. I've been thinking about your, it. Your wheels are turning. Yeah, I'm always your, thinking your about it. Your gerbils are running. Have you seen the thread about deprecated skills? Are there any cool new skill mechanics you can hint at? I think skills that encourage combat item use are sorely needed. I talked th- about that a little bit. I thought of something. Yep. I don't remember what it is. Uh, only, you can only use combat items from now on. <laughs> right, in every case. Yeah. What was my combat item idea? I had an idea. I wrote it down somewhere. I don't remember. What? Do you not remember or do you not want to spoil it? Uh, I wouldn't want to spoil it, but I also don't remember exactly what it was. Oh, oh, oh. Like a, a it was a passive that made it so every combat item was also a same round stun, right? Mm. Like you're super fast at using combat items. That would have to be one of those. And that would probably be an accordion thief thing because they need something, right? They need stuff about them. Um, Although that's, I mean, because of the PVP stuff, like I, I made up so many new skills for the classes that, that can, that can go into, go into this now. Uh, old business says Richard Baby Four Thousand. Riff, not only do you know what Yakatate is, but you cast your support for foxes as best animal. You are the man. Ooh, <laughs> Yakatate is awesome. I have a sweet kid wallpaper in my desktop rotation. Other old business. Throw your wet sponge in the microwave for a minute to poor man autoclave the hell out of those germs. That only works if your microwave isn't total bullshit, <laughs> or if it would light the house on fire. <laughs> oh, but that would dry the sponge out. Yeah. Uh, new business. I've decided that if I had got a time machine, I wouldn't be like Biff in Back to the Future and use future knowledge for betting purposes. Instead, I'd go back to the start of KOL and invest in items of the month and other limited <laughs> items, since I am sad these days when I read through the wiki about these things. Plus, I could make many of the meats. I would also make sure Bob Hope's lesbian golf cart or pancake boobs finds El Vibrato <laughs> Island first. Uh, I suppose I should also alert your past selves to that Linux encryption seed issue to garner some positive karma to offset the previous act. <laughs> the thing is, we didn't tell people that we were going to name El Vibrato Island after its discoverer. In case somebody yeah, we decided name. that we would do it unless they had a shitty name, and then we would figure something else out. Like, we would let them vote on which of ten acceptable names we decided <laughs> right. were fine. That's I, it. Was, it Bob, was Hope, chunky, Bob Hope's lesbian golf cart. We probably would have. That probably, even if we were just making up ten names, that would definitely be on the list. <laughs> yeah. uh, chunky feces is the one that we were worried about at the time. Because it was, what, Werebear, Chunky feces, and El Vibrato all had a piece or something? They were the ones that were going for it. Well, no, well, no I mean, ch- Chunky Feces, I think, was just the joke. I don't... Oh, okay. Yeah. But there were three people with the, the pieces, right? Yeah. I forget, who was the I third one? I don't remember who the third one was. I don't know. Yeah. Lost to the winds of time. <clears throat> I'm sure somebody wrote that down. Uh, Elfin says... In response to last week's show, you need to use a U remover on the Mr. House to get a Mr. Hose and then restoration <laughs> gel to get a Mr. Horse. Oh, fuck, everybody play Counterfeit Monkey. Yeah. Everybody who likes KOL would probably like Counterfeit Monkey. Glebe says, whatever happened to the plans for the Hobopolis VIP furniture? Did Hot Stuff ruin everything? <laughs> probably. <laughs> what I think that we should do is in the next clan dungeon, we should just have a bunch of VIP clan furniture built into the design from the beginning so that that's a thing that we are working towards working towards yeah. as opposed to a thing that we have to shoehorn into something where we have already richly seeded it with rewards right um 
Why is Squirtle Cthulhu the god of doorknobs, says New Beast. I mean, somebody's got to be. Uh, Vernacio says, before my question, I just want to say, this month has the most fun item of the month I've ever seen. Granted, I haven't played very long, but it's still amazing. I think reading through the walkthroughs is some of the most fun I've ever had on KOL. I've been compiling them in a folder on my desktop. <laughs> awesome. Uh, now for the question. Will Jarlsberg play like a typical mage, or does he have some unique qualities that make him distinct? Uh, I think it plays pretty, pretty unlike... Unique. I think it plays... I mean, it's definitely a magic user, but it's there's a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah. there's The, the, the meta game is... Very different than a typical KOL metagame. Yeah. I think. Um, but in terms of actual play style, I mean, he pretty much has to cast spells on stuff to kill him. Right. right. Like, that's what he's doing. He's he's even more more of a sort of, like, fragile glass cannon. Fragile yeah. glass cannon. But I think we've... I think it's actually, like... Compelling. Well, I I'm not... Like, I think we actually pulled off glass cannon. Right, there are a bunch of different survivability options, but you have to use one or some of right. them because you really are fragile, right? It's not like because we didn't really get glass cannon with either of the other mist classes, right? You know. Um, anyway, Lingui lets us. So, considering the skill revamp is coming, should we perm all the skills we want before some are taken away, like lunch smack? I, that's not going to happen again. Um, I think lunch smack is coming back. In the oh yeah in the seal clubber one, I don't actually know if that's true or not. Um, okay, let's make this a question. Uh, as Elfin hints at, can you guys make a letter remover combat item? I want to fight caveman fat boys, cream bats, dug bats, hug ghouls, <laughs> hokey elementals, mayonnaise asps, arty pirates, tootie pirates, <laughs> saber toothed feet, and diving bees. <laughs> Ah, man, that's great. You must have spent a lot of time looking at the wiki. <laughs> so the problem is that, like, it is it is very hard to come up with a general set of of stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, making a dozen a dozen enemies would be fine, but then you would be using your letter remover on stuff and being like, why is this not working? And it would just, I think it would be more frustrating than anything else. Yeah. If we made, if we made a game that was like, like if we made a zone, yeah, that would actually be fucking great. That would be a great zone and a very KOL thing and a very fun thing to design. If there was just an area where you had these tools yeah. that the puzzles that if you solved were. If it's self-contained. Yeah. And so, and, and so there are five monsters and five items and we, apply every possible yeah. case yeah. to that is awesome. Let's do that. That is a good, that yeah, is sure. a good zone. Sure. Uh, is twilight vicious pond says granite grizz as a uh, reference to twilight licious. No, uh, mm -hmm. twilight vicious pond is a, the name of a thing that was made by randomly sticking two words together. <laughs> I guess it's three words. Um, Poitnarf says when the boss for Avatar Boris ended up being Sneaky Pete it made me think of the standard MMO rock paper scissors relationship where fighters beat rogues rogues beat mages and mages beat fighters did you have that in mind and if so is the Avatar of Ellsberg boss going to be the Avatar of Boris no and probably um, <laughs> I don't I don't know that I was aware of that I mean that's a that's sort of a World of Warcraft why do thing? fighters beat rogues how, how are fighters uh, they so rogues can do a lot of damage really quickly, but they can't get through heavy armor. Okay. Um, and so, like at least in World of Warcraft, it would like they so rogues have high maneuverability and like high burst damage, especially versus low armor things, right? So, um, 
and stun lock, right? But with a with a warrior, they have the like the things that let you run towards a target really fast, the like charge skills and stuff. Um, and the high armor makes them like the the cuts down on what the rogue's effectiveness is pretty significantly. Okay. Um, Which does not happen because mages don't have a lot of armor. Yes. Right. So what do mages? What can mages do to fighters that they can't do to rogues? Um, fighters don't have the maneuverability to dodge direct damage spells. But can rogues dodge direct damage spells? And, well, I don't I mean, know. I guess face Warcraft, it, like you fucking like get D&D getting behind somebody yeah. when they're trying to cast. Yeah, that's not that man. I would fucking hate it if that was actually a line on their whiteboard. In D and D, rogues always got that dodge for half damage against fireballs and stuff like that. Hmm. I think we might have uh, we might have had an electrician arrive. Uh, or someone like him. We're almost through this. The electrician is here. Let's take a little break. Okay. Man, electricians are bullshit. <laughs> Electricity really is bullshit. Yeah. Wow. What has it ever done for us or any of us or any of our <laughs> things or us? I like electricity. Okay. I like the things that it lets me do. Like get those uh, those Jacob's ladders and... Uh, those are pretty cool. Tesla Vandegraaff, coils. Vandegraaff generators. Yeah. You can make a girl's hair stand up. Yeah. Yeah. You know it would be sweet to have a house where all the light switches were those big knife switches? Oh, uh, yeah. Like where you had to cut yourself to yeah, turn the lights on? Yeah, they run off. on blood. Okay. It's a good conductor. That's weird. <clears throat> You've got and kind of a blood dries, fixation go off. going on. <laughs> well, you know, blood is funny. Huh. See? Haste Bro says... Can we, get, can we get fortune cookie numbers by smashing them while we're in aftercore? Usually when in aftercore, people want to eat, drink, spleen optimally for whatever, act, whatever activity, and this doesn't usually leave any leftover fullness for the cookie. Uh, no. Hmm. No. Sorry. No. If you want predictable semi-rares, you have to pay the cost. You have to pay the bills if you want the skills. All right. Uh, says an anecdote and a question. I used to play an MMO that had this crafting system where you could obtain high quality results. The reality of how this worked was that you had a crafting skill and depending on how far above the item's difficulty your skill was, you had a certain percentage chance to get the HQ result. Pretty straightforward. However, the game's creators never divulged how the mechanic works, so you had the most amazing array of esoteric theories on how to get more (laughs) HQs. My personal favorite was somebody who used the game's mythology to reverse engineer an astrological compass, then (laughs) cross-reference that compass with the particular elemental crystal you used during synthesis to figure out which direction your character should face while crafting <laughs> the system was widely accepted in the crafting community as gospel for years oh i bet the devs were laughing and laughing question being the giant head behind the curtain is it amusing to you to watch us scramble about guessing at how things work behind the scenes is it fascinating watching the human mind find patterns where there really aren't any yeah and then every once in a while everybody's like fuck man there is always a cow on the sixth floor of the fucking tower it's always <laughs> on the sixth floor and then it turns out like because of the way that algorithm worked it totally was more likely to be on the sixth floor than anywhere else um, yeah I mean we have a bunch of really smart people playing this game <laughs> yeah it is pretty hard for us to pull one over on anybody yeah um, there are you know, there is a class of systems that are just fundamentally inscrutable, right, that we use sometimes. Um, but, you know, you could still know things about them, I guess. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah it's, I, I mean, it's neat. I like reading about superstitions in games. Yeah. 
There is, uh, I remember that uh, perplexed city arg, the devs were talking about how it was, it was feeling like when they were getting to the end of it, that they could have just put a big red X on the ground where the prize was buried with a shovel sticking out of it. And <laughs> people would have tried to figure out anagrams and acrostics based on the word shovel. Uh, Bill Sykes says, I have a question. Would it be at all possible to change the way that soft green echo eyedrops are used? Rather than selecting one effect to be removed, could it be replaced with a multiple selection system whereby you select the effects you want removed and then it uses one soft green per effect? Uh, this would be awfully handy in situations such as the arid extra dry desert where you can potentially acquire multiple negative effects. Thank you for reading, Bill. Ah, oh, man. That's I tried script, to yeah. generalize that and it was so messy. Because you wanted to have a... Yeah, we, themed one. Yeah, we wanted to put a, another item in the chest that was like a soft green. But then when I looked at it, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm just putting a soft green in there and I'll make a joke about how it's from the wrong game. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. Tickwith says, don't know if anybody has mentioned this ever. Uh, searching the forum seems a little daunting to find it, but I was just listening to the radio show archive recently, and on August 23rd, 2012, there was a discussion about challenge paths and the issues of them being perfectible within 90 days for, uh, and leaderboards and the like. For paths like Avatar, Boris, and Zombie, would it make sense to just give an option where ascending uh, to voluntarily not bring in your earned skill points into a run specifically for leaderboard eligibility? Uh, when ascending to O. So, like, just having a vanilla first like time having the leaderboards be only first time only runs. for first only first runs with no. We have come mm, up with a different skills. solution to this problem. I think. Yeah, I think people are going to hate it. I don't. And that would mean level footing for those gaming for the speed run and making them not nearly as grueling, and would still allow for the character progression urge to be satisfied by those that feel it. Perfecting such a path could be arbitrarily long because it would be completely dissociated from leaderboard viability. I think the problem that people would have with that in general is that the skills that you want, the skills that you want. If you are a leader, if you are a leaderboarder type, are skills that mitigate randomness. Right. And the longer the run is, the more swingy it's going to get. And the yeah, and those skills tend to be the ones that we give you as rewards at the end of trees or whatever. And so you wouldn't be able to have access to all of them. Yeah. And you wouldn't have for most of the run, you wouldn't have them. I do think it would be interesting if competitive play was more about making the right decisions in a complex tree than it was about just having all of the the things to begin with. But yeah. that's that's not the game that we have right now. Yeah, you know, we could make a path that was designed uh, to operate that way. But people like the progression. Yeah, you know, and I realize that what you're suggesting maintains that right by just saying like click this box to make it a leader to make it a competitive run right which means you don't get any extra skill points or whatever that um, would be i think that would actually be rough though because if you played through it a couple times normally you know quote normally unquote um and had you know six or ten or fifteen banked skills when you went back like do do people remember how weird it was to go back to class act and have to only use skills from that class and that well, no because nobody plays class act well people people play it and talk about it and then uh and even then you got to keep your perm skills from that class right if you had to go back to nothing that would also be kind of a shock yeah if, like if play you, bad moon if you hadn't played yeah if you haven't played bad moon in a long time and you go back it's it's kind of a different game you know i think that if leaderboard runs were like I mean, they would look like the Bad Moon leaderboards, probably depending on depending on how the path was structured, right? Like if 
if the first handful of skills that you got used judiciously could make it so you were doing three or four day right. runs on the leaderboard, then that would be one thing. But if your attempt required you to play balls out for eight or ten days, I think that would upset people just as much as having to do a bunch of lead-in runs. Well, that or it would just there would be no competitive play, no serious competitive play, right? Yeah, I think there would be. I think that there are few enough leaderboard spots that, you know, people would still want to people would it. compete for them. Yeah, but oh, hey, I think that might be all the questions. Let me uh, check. Yeah, Tickwith was the last one. So, going to close this here thread. Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe I'm going to close this thread. There are a lot of actions that you can perform on a thread there are. in this forums. Um, one of those actions is to go eat a delicious Cornish pasty. Mm. That's the action I'm going to perform right now because I'm hungry as fuck. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Have a great week, everybody.